Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Elevated Beauty Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about owning your shit, taking accountability, promoting confidence, and representing your true self. This is not something that came naturally to me. Growing up, I was always a very shy person, and even into my early adult years, I was more reserved, um, but I can proudly say now that I do all my shit and I'm very confident with who I am today. So I'm going to share with you guys how I got there and things that I think can help you to get to this place in life. As always, if you're interested, then keep on listening. start off with talking about taking accountability. This could mean a few different things. A big part in this when it comes to being a business owner um, is how you respond to criticism. I see a lot of business owners fail here and at, you know everyone's a consumer and as myself as a consumer when I see a business owner responding to criticism negatively and like defensive, it really turns me off. I'm like, that's bad business. So I think it's really important to learn how to respond to criticism um, in a good way. So how I do that is, I mean, thankfully I've never, I'm in the treatment room. I've had to respond to criticism, but not like in a bad review or whatever. I think if you get a bad review, the best thing that you can do is contact that person directly if you feel like you need to um, or just respond and say thank you for your input we're always working to better ourselves." Um, you know you don't need to go into great detail you don't need to defend yourself especially on a, a public platform you don't need to defend yourself and all that and I think it's a kind of a case-by-case basis also when someone writes a bad review. It could be a personal vendetta they have against you. It could truly be criticism because something, expectations weren't met, etc. Who knows? But the biggest thing on a public platform is to not respond defensively. So not only do I think taking accountability is how you respond to criticism, but also how you engage with your guest as far as concerns, questions, and your recommendations. So here's an example of responding to, um, or not responding to criticism necessarily, but taking accountability. So I did a lash lift and, okay, I could have done this a little differently. I've never had this happen here. So someone came in for a first time ever lash lift intent and they had a mascara on. Obviously that's a little annoying, but they didn't know. So I have makeup remover here I have micellar water and so I was like whatever I'll just wipe down their eyelashes with micellar water and I didn't do it good enough um I didn't want to be too rough but I didn't do it quite good enough so what I should have done was I should have told her here is this go to the bathroom take it off because you know people were probably going to remove it more effectively and scrub a little harder than someone else would so that's what I should have done but I removed it myself 
and I didn't take the mascara off good enough. So the processing solution for the lash lift did not, it was unable to penetrate as well as it could have. So she didn't get that lift that we really wanted. And I'm like, well, you know, ultimately that's my fault um, because I didn't make sure that her mascara was removed well enough. So what I told her, you know what, I'm ta- I didn't say this verbatim, but I was, took accountability for that. And I'm like, why don't you come in next week? We'll get that lift really well. Sometimes whenever there's still mascara residue on the eyelashes, the solution cannot penetrate well enough. So just next time you come in, make sure that you don't have any on. But um, since that happened, just come in next week. We'll get the lift good. And I didn't charge her for it that day. When she comes back the next week, we are going to charge her then. But I took accountability for that because the results weren't there during that service. And it wasn't her fault. She didn't know. So that's just like a little example of taking accountability. I'll give you another one. I have a client that comes to see me every two weeks for um, a lip wax. And one day I had like such a large gap between my guests and she booked it the same day. She booked it at the very end of my day. And so I totally spaced and I forgot about her appointment. And she came in and she texted me. She was like, hey, um, was there a mistake or something? And I'm like, oh crap, I'm so, so sorry. I totally spaced. Um, Since you wasted your time today, let's reschedule. I'm not even going to charge you because that was my fault Yes, like it was a circumstance where it was set up for me to easily forget about it, but it was my fault. So I was like, I'm so sorry. Reschedule. I'm not going to charge you for the lip wax. Like, call me on my shit if it happens again. But like, I mean, we're, she's a regular client. We banter, like we're good. If it happened to anybody, I'm glad it did, it happened to her and like not a new client. Um, But yeah, you have to take accountability. Like, you can't just be defensive all the time. But you also have to have the confidence to not let people run over you. So taking accountability is not just doing things like that. Because in the example that I gave you was, I didn't charge her that day. I was going to charge her when she came in and she got the results. I told her to come in, reschedule her service that I missed, and I wasn't going to charge her. That's because those things were my fault. I, like, wasted people's time, but you don't... So that's taking accountability. It's not making you weak. So I guess what I'm trying to say is you don't want to let people, like, run over you. um, Because I think that can get confused a little bit. So an example of being confident enough to not let people do that is I was, was I on the phone or was I in here? I think, no, I was on the phone with someone and she was asking about my services, like how much they were. And I don't do that. I don't have the time to read people off my menu and I'm just sending them the link for my website. I'm like, look here on my website. It's got my services. It's got my pricing. You can book through here. Um, so I was just on the phone with her. She was interested in a service. So I was like, I'll send you the link for my website. I think the service is this much, but I'm not looking right now. Um, so I was like, I think it's this much. 
and then I pulled up my website and I was like, oh, okay, so it's actually this much. It's $5 more. So I was on the phone with her when I corrected myself and she was like, oh, so since you said it was this amount first, um, do I get it for that amount? And I'm like, no, that's not the price. The price is this. So she was trying to like pull one, but I'm like, no, I didn't give you an improper quote, like a you know, I didn't text you a quote or something. And even if I did, like, no. Um, yeah, so I'm just like, you have to stand your ground and just be confident enough. So I've never really run into too many situations of people trying to like pull one over on me. But yeah, I think taking accountability is the opposite of weakness. It's being strong and confident enough to recognize your faults and correcting them on the spot so that you don't run into issues. So promoting confidence, to me, that is like believing in what you offer. And if you don't have the confidence in yourself and your services, why are you offering them in the first place? And you have to speak up and speak proudly about your business and what you sell because no one believes if the person selling it doesn't believe in it. I can personally tell if someone is like speaking on something and they're not super confident about it because maybe you'll use a lot of filler words. Um, And it can be like, you don't kind of like a a script almost just like practice um, how you would talk about something like key points, keywords, like consolidate it. Um, You don't want to go into this long ramble. You want to answer the question like boom, boom, boom. This is what it does. This is what we're doing. So yeah, just do the research, know what you're talking about so that you can speak with confidence. I used to think it was cringy to speak up and speak about what I do in my business. But if people ask, it's because they want to know. People don't want to be like, oh, like, what do you do? And then you're just like, oh, I do facials and stuff. Like, elaborate on it a little bit. Be confident about it. So now I do. If somebody asks me what I do, I say, I'm the owner of Elevated Beauty Aesthetics and I specialize in advanced skincare and I specialize in Brazilians. So yeah, if you need somewhere to go, like here's my card or this is my Instagram um, tag, you know, like you have to speak proudly about stuff. And I'm working on being more enthusiastic about what I sell. I'm not a very enthusiastic person, naturally. So um, it is a little bit out of my comfort zone. But like, I am passionate. So yeah, like the things that I sell, I only sell them because I know they work and I'm passionate about them and I believe in them. So I need to portray that. And if you're not good at that, like that's something you need to get good at. Practice it. Make reels. Like make content um, highlighting the things that you love about it, like spread the word because people don't know unless you let them know. On social media, you need to speak with confidence and intent. I see a lot of people on their social media and even myself sometimes, probably my stories, I'm like, um, 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 or I kind of speak quietly a little bit sometimes and I'm like a little monotone in my opinion. I don't know if you guys get any of that, but I don't know. I have like two sides of me. I'm sure most people do. But yeah, on social media, when you're in your stories, like people are going to lose interest if you're just like bambling, bambling. What's the word I'm looking for? Is that even a word? Bambling? 
babbling oh my god i'm so stupid okay (laughs) if you're if you're babbling about stuff so just get to the point you don't need to be like hey guys i want to get on here and talk to you for a sec about this like just get on here and be like i love this new product here's what it does this is the best thing ever like whatever it is like catch people's interest speak with confidence and intent because in my opinion that kind of catches people i don't want to watch somebody if they're just like you know like i don't know it's boring and kind of like what goes hand in hand with that is representing your true self you don't want to be somebody in your business like actually in the treatment room operating in your business with your guest And representing your business on social media as someone that you're not. You don't want to try and be a character. You want to be your true self. So you don't want to shy away from your personality to fit a mold that you think you should. And I definitely did that in the past. I think a lot of people do with the journey of representing your unique vision, representing your true self, incorporating that into your business, you know, because we will find people that inspire us, um, that are our quote unquote heroes. Yeah, just people that we aspire to be like. And that's okay to, I've talked about this before, but like, not going to go out on a tangent here, but it's okay to have those people that are like, ooh, I love this about them. So you could cherry pick different things that you relate to already. Um, that you're like, I like that about them. I want to start doing something like that. But you don't want to mirror someone else. You want to be your own unique self. Because if you don't, if you're copying what other people do all the time, you'll easily get burnt out. So, representing your own unique vision is what makes you stand out from the crowd. And it never gets old because it's who you are deep down. And it might take a little while to figure out who that is, who you are, what that is. And if you don't know who your true self is in your personal life and in correlation with your business, because they are separate, but you need to merge them together a little bit. Um, And you can listen to my episode finding your authentic voice, something like that, titled like that, a a little bit down. If you're not sure, listen to that episode. It has a lot of tips on how to get there, how to figure it out, what step you're at in that journey. But that's very, very important in owning your shit is representing your true self, like being the best that you can be. And yeah. And I definitely went on a journey there's always more growth you never stop growing as a person and I think you can get complacent you can get in a good place but complacent in a business but I think that you should always be looking for growth um I'm happy with where I'm at now but there's so much more for me to discover and so much more for me to achieve but yeah I think owning your shit and being the best that you can be 
as a person and but mostly as a business owner is taking accountability for the way that you operate taking accountability with your clients and the services and products that you offer promoting confidence in your interactions with your guest and with how you present yourself to the general public um representing yourself how you you know um what's the word I'm looking for, representing yourself in the vision of your business, what people see, what impression they get when they come talk to you, when they see you online. So yeah, I mean, hopefully that was helpful. Um, I don't remember what made me want to record this episode, but sometimes I'll like, something will pop up and I'll just like jot it down. You know, this is helpful for me. It's always a reminder always keep growing, never stop learning. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And as always, I will see you next Monday, 8am Mountain Standard Time for another episode. Bye.